Hello, and thank you for joining us in this five-part series on grit, perseverance, and the middle school student. I'm Scott Baytosh, head of school at Alexandria Country Day School, an independent school in Alexandria, Virginia, that serves about 200 students in kindergarten through eighth grade. In our previous four episodes, we've looked at the various ways that we promote and nurture perseverance and grit through instruction, assessment, and social-emotional curriculum. In this fifth and final episode of the series, we wanted to hear directly from our students about the ways in which these traits play out in their experience at Alexandria Country Day School. So for this episode, we'll listen in as Meg Mosier, 7th and 8th grade language arts teacher and head advisor, talks with a panel of students about how they experience the traits of perseverance and grit. Meg, who do we have with us today? Well, I'm going to let these kiddos introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Miranda, and I'm in 8th grade. Hi, I'm Laura, and I'm in 5th grade. Hi, I'm JD, and I'm in 6th grade. Hi, I'm Corbett, and I'm in 7th grade. Why don't we start out by asking you guys, what does perseverance mean to you? Um, it, for me, it means trying to get through a challenge, and you're trying hard to get through it. Not backing down the first time when something is hard. Um, not shying away from it, but just, uh, like J.D. said, just trying to push through, even when it's tough. Yeah. And what are some things that you think ACDS has done as your school? that have helped you build perseverance or be able to persevere when things are tough? Probably the overnight. You, like if you don't like going other places, you uh, have to go through it and persevere through it. Yeah, can you talk a little bit more about the overnights and what the overnights are? Because people uh, listening might not know. Okay, the overnight is at the beginning of the school year. We go in 5th and 6th go overnight, 7th and 8th go two nights, I'm pretty sure. And and, with, and when you stay there, they, you have, there's activities that you do all day, and then you will go overnight. Then in the morning for 6th grade, you you get up and leave. And But you have to do, there's all types of activities. Like this year, we had to do a mud swing. We had to get to the swing and go over the mud without getting in the mud. And... Uh, some of my classmates fell in it. Okay. Corbett, is there anything from the seventh grade overnight that you think relates to the reason why ACDS kicks off the school year with these overnights that relates um, to perseverance? Well, I think that one of the things that was really hard about this year was there were a ton of flies where we went, mm. and that was really tough, but it was it kind of made it more of a bonding experience with the rest of the people in the grade because you were kind of you're having the bad experience together. Mm -hmm. I say it's a bad experience. It wasn't a bad experience, but you were going through it all together. And so that was, like I said, that was kind of a bonding moment. Um, and it really brought us together from the very beginning of the year. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was, that was good. Eighth graders certainly also had to persevere, yeah. considering it poured rain <laughs> when we were on our trip while we were setting up tents on the beach. So yeah. people ended up with, feet of water in their tent when they opened it up all the water just came whoosh, fell right out um so we kind of were able to persevere through that and like ended up bonding in a way over um sorting everything out and getting through it and having a great time yeah. okay um how let's talk specifically about some aspects of ACDS's programs in school that might lead to perseverance for you guys and some, some grit. I want to think about formative and summative assessments. That's something we do here at our school that not every school does. Uh, and how has 
having a formative assessment opportunity before summative assessments, how does that help you be able to struggle with a challenge during the learning process? Um, for me, it's kind of an, another chance to study for the summative because a formative isn't really affecting your grade. Well, in fifth grade, it's only 10%, and then I think in seventh and eighth grade, Thanks. yeah. Um, but it's more like an example to study, and it gives you an idea of what's going to be on the summative. It just doesn't matter as much if you don't get it right. So once you get it back, you'll know what you need to study more for the bigger test. Mm -hmm. For me, it shows like where I am for math. If I think I was doing worse and we did a formative and we actually did better, I know that I don't have to worry as much about where I am in studying at that moment. Mm -hmm. It does also eliminate some of the worry, like in. Uh, in classes like math and uh, like Spanish sometimes, there are things that's a lot of like memorization, repetition, and like practice, things like that. The formative can help gauge where you are with that, but then in classes where you're writing more essays and um, doing more like kind of projects, the formative is really helpful because it shows you some aspects that you need to work on for the next essay project kind of thing um, so you can improve and make sure that you are doing your best. In what ways does being allowed to retake a summative assessment help improve perseverance or, or give you that perseverance? Let's talk about the retake process of perseverance. Um, well, for me, um, it's always nice to know in the back of my mind that if I don't do well, that I have a retake. Um, but it's all—I think that it's also motivation, in order, it's motivation to persevere through the challenge because then, you know, you know, I don't want to have to be in the position where I am going to do a retake. You mm -hmm. want to just do it well the first time. Um, so I think that that is motivation to persevere for me with the whole retake process. For me, a formative assess, I mean, a retake, will, um, it doesn't put as much pressure on you for doing it right. Because I remember at my old school, if we didn't do it right, we didn't have a chance to redo it. It would just show us a bad grade. But here, if you get it wrong, you can redo it and you can get a better grade to show that you actually know it. Uh, the retake is also a place to persevere because you're not giving up once you don't do well on the original assessment. You, um, you persevere through and you get the grade you like know you can get and that you want with the retake. Yeah, that was something that we teachers talked about when we were talking about retakes, is that we wanted to send the message to you that if it was difficult for you the first time and you didn't quite get it, you're, you're just not done learning it yet. We're not walking away from you. We're not giving up on you. We're saying you, we believe you can learn this. You're just you're not done learning it yet, so let's keep going with it. And we were hoping that that was kind of the message you got from that retake process, too. Another thing that we do here at, at ACDS that not every school does is the advisory program and CPR sessions. Um, is there any connection for you guys between things that we talk about and think about in CPRs and being able to keep going when things get tough in school or in life? Well, um, for me, sometimes the CPRs relate kind of to how you could do in the day, like for some of them, it's like for mindfulness, like you could 
it's telling you to be mindful about what's happening around you during school because you could like stop thinking and just start thinking about other stuff but your advisory lesson helps you like remember that you're learning about mindfulness and be mindful about what's happening around you and not what's in the future or in the past. How does that help you persevere? Well because it makes it so that I don't like like if something happens I don't like if a teacher calls on me I don't have to like randomly guess because if you're not like in the moment you don't know what's happening it helps me remember to stay focused and that so that'll be ready in case I get called on. That's great. Anybody else have any thoughts about that? CPR? Um, um, for me, I think I like how the CPRs usually have some fun activity that helps us with learning the main idea. Mm -hmm. Because I have friends from sports who go to public schools, and a lot of the time when they have like homeroom, they'll learn things like that. But most of the time, it doesn't really, the kids don't really understand it because it's not interesting them, and they'll just kind of zone out. Mm -hmm. But at ACDS, the CG, I mean, CPRs are always pretty interesting, and so I always want to listen. Great. You mentioned, Laura, about free time and play. And I think that that's also something that's important that can relate to, to the ability to persevere. I think in order to be able to persevere, we need to be recharged and have resources available to us, mental resources and emotional resources and physical resources in order to be able to stick with the struggle. Can you guys talk a little bit about different things that are available here at ECDS that help you recharge? Um, recess and PE. Um, I, you think it, it may seem a little contradictory because you think about recharging by getting tired, <laughs> but it, it is because you, you kind of get all your energy out and you get to come back inside and think about, okay, I'm not super energetic anymore. I can just focus on my work now. You know, the end of the day is almost here, mm -hmm. so I can just focus on that. Um, and you're not, you know, worried about all this other stuff. You're not super energetic, um, and it helps you focus and ultimately persevere through a challenge. That's cool. Uh, I think that, like JD and Corbett said, they're a really great time to recharge and regain composure mm -hmm. and focus. Uh, because after sitting in classes for a while, you do get a little bit um, energetic. And sure. it's nice to kind of be able to go outside and get all of that out and then be come back in and be ready to learn. Yeah. Could you guys talk a little bit about the people here at ACDS, whether that's your classmates or teachers, and what those people do or say that also play into helping you be able and willing to struggle in the face of a challenge? There's no bullying, and so you never feel pressured or like you have to do something. You can just focus only on what you need to be doing. Okay. For me, about like they always say like good job or you can do it here, where they don't really say that as much at other schools. Mm -hmm. Where here they they want you to do well and they like say good luck to help you. Then people are um, trying to support you through the tests that you take? At my old school, um, there definitely wasn't as much motivation to uh, do it. Like, everybody here is super, like, you're here to learn, you can learn, you know what you're doing, like, you can do it. Um, instead of saying, do your work, they say, 
you can do your work. Like, you know that, they know they have faith that you will succeed, and they're there if you need any help. Great. Um, yeah, that's sort of like Miranda's, you know, they, the teachers here make you want to do well, rather than just telling you that you need to do well. <laughs> um, sort of like she said, you know, you, you need, they give you motivation to do it, um, instead of just for like a command uh, to do it, and that's really helpful. Thank you. Are there any final thoughts that either any of you would like to share about the topics we've been talking about today? Um, going back to what we were talking about, like PE sometimes, mm -hmm. um, not only in classes, but also in like, a, like PE and recess and all throughout the day, I feel like you have opportunities to persevere here because um, there will be challenges like throughout uh, anything you do in life and it's a great way to, we're learning how to face the challenges and how to act when faced with a challenge and that's a really great lesson to learn. Yeah, I think you've just reminded me of a question that would be worth exploring before we finish. How do you feel challenged here? In what ways do you feel challenged or pushed at ACDS? I feel like you are pushed to do well in school. Like people aren't just like, okay, here's, you have to do this, we're going to teach you it. But here they make it so you want to actually do well by yourself. Um, the work is challenging, but it's challenging for in for every person's um, level so it's not going to be you know two times as challenging for one person and three times for another person all the teachers um, know each each person's each student's abilities and their um, their talents so that they're able to give work that's challenging and pushes them not just the whole the class as a whole hmm. For for PE and recess, some days if you like have bit, like through if you get very stressful, I know I do through the week. Uh, on like Wednesdays and Tuesdays for me, we have PE then lunch and recess, so you get it all out. But then I know on Mondays and Fridays, like we have recess and lunch, but then later in the day we have PE, so we can get that out too. And on Fridays we have it early in the morning, and then we have PE and lunch, at, and we have lunch and recess later in the day. So it helps, it like they weave it through, so you're always like ready to focus. This also goes with the schedule. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, I know at least for 5th and 6th grade, we have longer blocks, and they're an hour and five minutes. Mm -hmm. And then on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, we have 45-minute blocks mm -hmm. for each class. And so I feel like I get more time sometimes on the Tuesday and Thursday block, mm -hmm. but it's the right balance because if I had that long block every day, there would be, like, not as much to do, and it would get boring, and I'd probably zone out. Okay. But it's the right balance so we can get the learning we need but we don't get kind of too much. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think connecting back to what Corbett said about challenging and how it's challenging for everyone in different ways um, because ACDS academically provides a challenge that that's fitted to every student. Like I know there are some like students who might need this kind of, like a certain kind of challenge and then other students who might need a different kind of challenge. And the teachers are super good at making sure that every student is challenged and isn't just bored in class. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much. 
it's been wonderful to hear your voices and your experiences here at ACDS. It's really valuable for us to share this with other people as well. And I really appreciate you being willing to come and, and talk with us today. Thanks. Absolutely. And thank you, Meg, for helping uh, guide the students. And thank you to all of you um, for not only your excellent insights, but helping us to bring a really personal dimension to this. And, and one thing I know is we've got some budding educational designers here who, down to schedules and special programs and everything, you've got a really great handle on it. I think it really brought an important dimension to the conversation we've been having. So thank you. We hope you've enjoyed this uh, podcast series on Perseverance, Grit, and the Middle School Student. We've certainly enjoyed putting these together, and we're already talking about future podcasts, so be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, leave a review, and be on the lookout for more installments of the ACDS podcast. Thank you to Meg Mosier, Ryan Woods, and Chris Ross for joining in this effort. Thanks to our producer, Meredith Kirchner, and thank you for listening.